If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The best station in the nation. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. It's all about the finals. I'm Jeff Nathanson. We'll start with the NBA Finals. Golden State against Cleveland warming up. Game two set for tonight. That is going to be in San Francisco, 8 o'clock Eastern time. The home team Warriors hold a 1-0 advantage over LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the best of seven NBA Finals, West versus East. Game one went to Golden State, and Tyron Lue, the head coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers, had his comments on Steve Kerr breaking a clipboard in a huddle to perhaps motivate his team. Well, just, you know, something went wrong that he was unhappy about. But that's, you know, that's what coaching is all about, you know, being intense and being engaged and being into the game. That must have been something he didn't like for him to break a clipboard like that. Pretty strong guy. Game two is coming up tonight, and in that one, the Cavaliers have to play better and be prepared more, according to their head coach. I think the guys, you know, after playing game one, have to feel for how they play and the speed of the game and the force which they cut and move the basketball. So um, after game one, I think we'll be very uh, well prepared for game two. Game two is tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern time. More finals action. Stanley Cup finals. San Jose beat Pittsburgh last night in overtime, but the Penguins have a 2-1 series lead in the best of seven. Game four set for Monday night, 8 o'clock, and you can watch it on NBC. Major League Baseball scoreboard. Nationals and the Reds, 5-5. That's in the fifth. White Sox and Tigers, 1-1 in the fifth. Marlins lead the Mets, 1-0 in the seventh inning. Edwin Encarnacion is just homered for the Blue Jays. Jose Batista homered earlier, and the Jays lead the Red Sox at Fenway 4-0 in the fifth inning. Pirates out in front of the Angels 3-1. That's in the fourth inning of action. For all the baseball scores, check out NBCSportsRadio.com. Women's soccer, Team USA leading Japan 2-0 second half, but there's a weather delay in Cleveland. This is KCAA. I'm Mark Westwood, and I'm the official California Democratic Party endorsed candidate for 23rd State Senate. Mark cares. I knew Mark Westwood for years, and I seriously think he would make a fabulous senator. Let's talk about the issues. Mark cares. I support Mark Westwood because he's concerned about our quality of life, homelessness, and protecting us from big money special interests. Health care. He'll work hard. Affordable housing. If there ever was a candidate I can get behind, it's Mark Westwood. He's shown us and demonstrated that he cares about our area. Safe streets. And wants the best for people. Affordable college education. 
boat Mark Westwood. There are two kinds of candidates, those who serve for themselves and those who serve for others. Mark Westwood is there to serve for others and make the world a way better place. I'm Mark Westwood. I'll be the people's advocate. Please vote for me for the 23rd State Senate. VoteMarkWestwood.com. Paid for by friends of Mark Westwood. We consider ourselves a guilty pleasure. The Mitch and Kathy Show. Every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or 3 to 5 p.m. Pack time on 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, or KCAARadio.com. It's time for the KCAA Community Calendar, brought to you exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools. The clear mission of Learn for Life is to motivate and mentor students who have dropped out of school and provide them with the personalized education and technical training necessary to advance their lives. Here's a look at the KCAA community calendar. I'm Di Rice. Experience the West's railway heritage with the largest collection of locomotives, passenger cars, freight cars, and cabooses at the Orange Empire Railway Museum in Paris. Take a ride on the museum's demonstration railway and feel the clickety-clack of street wheels. Hear the train whistles and streetcar bells. Get a grand tour, visit the gift shop, and learn about the West's railway heritage dating back to the 1870s. Trolleys and trains operate every Saturday and Sunday from 11 until 5 p.m., including major holidays. Steam trains run every third Saturday and Sunday of the month, and special events are held throughout the year, including a major annual fall event and a spring rail festival. Make plans to check out the Orange Empire Railway Museum located at South A Street in Paris. Call 951-943-3020 for more information. That's 951-943-3020 or go to oerm.org for the Orange Empire Railway Museum. And that's a look at the community calendar on KCAA 1050 AM. The KCAA Community Calendar is presented exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools where students can complete their education on a part-time basis. To find a resource center nearest you, call 1-877-360-LEARN or visit Learn for Life online at learn4life.org. KCAA is proud to announce another new service for all North American listeners. Now you can listen to our station on your telephone by calling us at 832-999-1050. Our service is available on any standard telephone, cell phone, or smartphone. Simply call 832-999-1050. That's 832-999-1050. Standard cell phone rates may apply. What have I learned so far? I've learned that dropping out of high school was my decision. But as a single mom, that decision affected more than just me. To set an example, I had to be the example. I found a free high school diploma program at Learn for Life that fits around my busy life. I have a team of teachers, tutors, and counselors that really care. I learn at my pace in an environment that is safe and comfortable. What have I learned so far? I've learned that I can change my life. 
Are you 14 to 19 years old and looking for a free high school diploma program with flexible meeting times? This program allows you to keep your job or important family responsibilities while earning your high school diploma. If you've fallen behind on credits or dropped out of school completely, get back on track with free tutoring, a caring faculty, and one-on-one attention. For more information on how to reach your graduation goal, visit learnforlife.org. That's L-E-A-R-N, the number four, L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Or enroll today by calling 877-360-LEARN. That's 877-360-LEARN. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. Welcome to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for The Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number here is 888-713-2929. Pick up the phone and give us a call right now. Ask your questions about any type of uh, financial information that you need about mortgages in refinances or purchases. We are always in the market for new and, you know, interesting questions that come to us through the radio station. We are broadcast on KCAA, and you can go to our website at www. MalibuFunding.net. We, of course, are on Facebook. Go to Facebook, type in Home Loans colon Malibu Funding, and our Facebook pops right up. We get inquiries in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of uh, media, uh, whether it be on our blog or on our Facebook page, certainly on our Twitter account, and certainly by old school email, info at MalibuFunding.net, and telephone calls. Uh, we try to bring interesting guests to the show who are um, not unlike you who are out there listening to the show, people who have kids, people who are in the neighborhood, people who work both um, uh, day and night in order to make things happen in their own house. Uh, one person I wanted to get back on the show today is one such person who works for Malibu Funding. It's Brenda Scott. And Brenda, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm just fine. Thank you very much. And again, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You bring... It's my pleasure. I love doing it. Okay, great. You bring a perspective of both uh, being a working parent, someone who is out there in the in the neighborhood um, doing loans for people of, of all types. And we were talking earlier in the day and off air about some of the problems we're having with appraisals. Um, what are some of the problems we are having with appraisals, and what do you think some of the issues might be? It's value, and, and I, I the, the biggest issue is the, um, the seller is is going highest to the highest on their purchase price. So if you don't put in an offer at what that seller is asking for, even though you know that that is extremely high in the market, we have a problem with getting value. Now, this is this is an age-old problem in any upwardly trending market, an ascending market, which is what we've had probably for the past four years. Let's say a little mm-hmm. longer, right? Mm-hmm. So, guy on the one end of the block gets a price, and the guy at the under other end of the block wants to sell his house, so he prices it 
you know, 10 to 15 percent above what the last guy sold for. Absolutely. Right. And since you've got so many borrowers, buyers out there who need a home, there's multiple offers and someone gets accepted. What's the bank supposed to do? You've got a willing buyer and seller, but they can't justify it with the comps or the comparable sales in the area. Um, yeah, I know. I don't, yeah, so... and they want, and and the seller is saying, I don't care if you can't get a loan. You know, you pay me the difference out of your pocket. Okay, well, who has twenty, thirty thousand dollars sitting around to to put over a property? I mean, a value that's not even there yet. Well, right. And so <clears throat> I know you've been in touch with the lender and the lender's appraisal uh, people. What what do they say? I mean, obviously, somebody's got to be pioneering at the new price before everybody gets to use that price as a comparable, right? So what do they yeah. say? They're just, they, I, either, I either help the agent and provide them comps, and, you know, your comps got to be within a mile. I oh, mean, yeah, it, I, it's I would really say hard even to less, justify right. going out of a mile. Uh, and some of these comps are like a mile and a half, two miles. It, it's just, it's, it's, I see it as a problem on my end for the areas that I've been working on. Okay. And it's very, very frustrating. Um, and another thing, but it's a good thing that also has happened. You remember um, students who had, um, were, getting FHA loans, if they had uh, student loans, that's right. FHA would still hit them for it. Well, now they reduced it and said, you know, they only hit them for 1% versus 2%, which is, which is a lot better. Yeah, it is. And, and part of that student debt issue, there was an article in last week's uh, Mortgage News about how long does it take a kid getting out of college uh, before they are eligible to purchase a home, given the fact that they've got large student loans. This is what's addressing it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they go out, they get the, they pay to get the education, to get the better job. Right. But now they can't buy a house because FHA say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ding you for 2% of your balance. Okay, well, 2% of $21,000, that's $210 almost. Who's going to qualify? Well, two hundred, yeah, twenty one thousand. And what about two hundred thousand? Some of these loan debts are oh, unbelievable. Geez. Yeah, see, that's 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 going to be a problem. But at least I got, I have two clients that I'm working on now, and they couldn't qualify with the two percent. Now we worked it out with the one percent, which was great. But here's what here's what his student loan company um, offered him. They offered him an offer and compromise because he had, I'm just giving you an example. Let's right. say he had $100,000 worth of student loans outstanding. Right. Well, they're coming back and they're saying it, and they're all in deferred, right? They right. all have to be in deferred. But they said, if they're in deferred, why don't I offer you a compromise? Why don't, instead of you paying me back $100,000 and your, and your payments are $1,200 a month, you know, I got one where the balance is eighty thousand, and all he pays is two sixty eight a month. Wow, that's cheap. How'd they do that? Well, was that the offer and compromise? It wasn't to get yes. rid of the debt. It was just to well, lower the wanna, debt. Yeah, lower they the want to make sure. Yeah, they <laughs> want to make sure if they can start making, and, and he had to start making the payments now. So if he can start making those payments now, that's a better deal for him to qualify. But he can always pay over and above what they're asking him to pay, but at least now he qualifies for a house at $400,000. Yeah. 
And when you when you bring that to the uh, company that's going to loan on the home, what is the form that you bring them that says that the um, the people who gave them the student loan are now accepting this payment? And... No, here's the thing. It has to be on the credit. He had been making on those payments right. for about five years. I mean, I'm sorry, five months. So I waited. It was, oh, I was agony because I kept wanting to pull it. So when I finally pulled the credit over the weekend, um it shows exactly his offer and compromise. It shows this big, enormous balance that he has, and his payments are $50 a month. That's now, great. Now, if it's an offer and compromise, let's say, to uh, uh, a loan, like a mortgage loan, that goes as a huge negative on your credit. You're saying this doesn't go as a negative? Like it would no. cost you points on your credit report if it was in a loan, but in a student loan situation, it doesn't. No. His FICO scores went up. Oh, as a result of what, paying? Because he's been well, paying for see, five months? Yeah. yeah, because let's say they had like 20 loans showing on his on his original profile. So now when they go back and they redo their offer and compromise, let's say it only shows two loans, not right. those 10 loans. Oh, it, I it's see. It's better. Yeah, it, it lowered his score. Not much, but it, it lowered his scores like three, four points. When you say lowered his score, you mean his credit score? I mean, I'm sorry, increased it. it you increased, increased it, it right. You went yeah, from, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah, 690 yeah. to a 695 or something like exactly, that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, which is a little better, which puts you in a yeah, little better, better price range for pricing. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, tell us where you're uh, currently doing most of your loans. Is that still in uh, the Los Angeles area? I'm Los Angeles, uh, Orange County, right. San Bernardino, and Riverside. Well, that's our wheelhouse, and that's where KCAA is broadcast all over those areas, so that's a good, good. thing. And, uh, good. Uh, Brenda, give us your phone number in case people want to get a hold of you, in case they need some of this information straight from you and how you can help them. Sure. It's 562 Okay, and we're talking to Brenda Scott of Malibu Funding, one of the great loan officers that we have. And you can see uh, both her picture and profile on the Malibu Funding website. And, and as she just um, alluded to, you can give her a call at any time uh, so that she can help answer on student loans, on uh, appraisal questions. Because anybody who's looking to buy a house is always like, you know, they don't know what the house is valued. And quite frankly, it's it's in an ascending market like we have, it's certainly a seller's um, a seller's market, they're the ones who are determining price. So how do you go out and get a loan when the prices are rising and prices that haven't been seen really since, you know, 2007? Uh, when, yes. You know, I mean, the prices are exceeding that in some areas, right? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you're, absolutely. And you're getting multiple offers on a lot of your properties as well, at least in, on the ones that you're offering on? Well, yeah, the, the loans that I'm doing, I'm seeing like, three, four, sometimes five offers, and each offer yep. is higher price. Right, and so really people are just buying, trying to get into the offer. Are you seeing grinding on your end, or is it just take it or leave it and they move on if you can't get the loan or you can't get their price? Take it or leave it. Yeah, that's what it is, and I, I agree with that. Well, Brenda, I really appreciate you once again coming on the show and helping us out and giving us an explanation on two great topics, especially this time of year when everybody's looking to buy and sell. Exactly. Okay, very good. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you coming You're on welcome. again. Okay, very good. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, 
Email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number here is 888-713-2929. If you pick up the phone right now, you can get a hold of me and talk about mortgages, talk about refinances, talk about purchases, certainly anything having to do with your home and investment property, whatever you need uh, by way of information, we certainly can help you both here and in the area with which you live. Uh, We are in six, soon to be eight different states, and certainly we're all over Southern California. Uh, The wheelhouse that we do most of our business is within this Radio Rich at KCAA. I want to say thanks to everybody out there at the station who helps us put on the show every week. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Today we have with us another great guest, been on the show several times, and uh, who's out in Rancho um, Cucamonga is George Gonzalez, the mortgage loan officer from Malibu Funding. Hey, George, how you doing? I'm doing excellent, Jeff. How about yourself? I'm just great. Thank you very much. And again, thank you on such short notice for coming on the show. We're trying to get a, a real good handle on what's happening in the late spring and soon to be early summer buying season for properties, uh, mortgages and such. So can you give us an overall uh, view as to what you think is happening in your area? And then uh, we'll get into some different questions for you. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem, Jeff. Thanks for uh, having me. Sure. Um, Yeah, our area over here, as you know, is we're in the Inland Empire. Um, Out here in Rancho Cucamonga, it's been thriving. I mean, the uh, market is, is on fire as far as purchase business. Right. You know, and rates are still historically low. Hey, um, hey, George, values. let me interrupt you just quickly. Are prices for houses higher than they've ever been now? I mean, have they uh, surpassed 2007 yet? No. Not no, yet? No, no, no. Okay. Not 2007. I, I'd say they're almost neck and neck. Um, okay. We're a little bit uh, away from them, and I keep hearing um, people saying the buzzword about the bubble and the collapse. And, but right. Being on the front line. I can tell you this from experience is that we're really, really qualifying these buyers. Right. Um, the banks are being so picky with every file. They're scrutinizing um, all the way from the appraisal to two years of income. And, you know, they're just making the guidelines more difficult for borrowers to qualify, which I can tell you which is making the market a little bit strong on that end. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think some of the regulation that has come out of Dodd-Frank has really helped the market in terms of the type of loans that we're delivering delivering to the secondary market. I think that the foreclosure rate on loans since 2010 is so small in comparison to even in a normal market that it's really maintained its health and integrity. Don't you think that? Oh, yeah. It's very good out here. And you know, and the and the people are are eating it up. Right. You know, they're eating it up. They've recovered from their downfalls over the last few years, and right, it seems like they're thriving. Their confidence is back, and they're right. That's the that's the main thing, right? Exactly right. right. The confidence yeah. of the borrower, anybody who's looking to buy a home, at least now, uh, if they're, you know, it's funny. I, I was reading just the other day about how credit scores. Uh, now versus uh, in 2010. Now, that's after the recovery, right? 2010 was a pretty good year. Even now versus then, the median credit score of a borrower has gone up from, let's say, you know, you had an FHA borrower at 580. Well, now the FHA borrowers are, are typically 620 to 640. So that's even telling you on the low end with insured loans from the federal government 
that a borrower's credit score is rising, which means that obviously the quality of the borrower is also improved, right? Correct. That's 100% accurate. And as, as you said, I'm, I'm getting a lot of conventional buyers who uh, were on the fence during the meltdown or just want to move up now because they feel safe and their right. credit scores. I'm getting a lot of uh, 760 plus FICO scores right now. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I didn't even realize that was a number of a credit score until just a <laughs> few years ago because most of the credit borrowers during the uh, the heyday of 2004 to 2007 were probably, you know, 620, 640. Now most borrowers are over 700, which is a good thing for the market once again. Yes. Right. And I, and I agree with you about the naysayers, and there's so many. Why, why do they just collect? They're just people who are who are just down in the market or trying to warn people or trying to be first in the door to say, I told you so? What, what is that all about? That's And you know what? That's what it sounds like. It sounds like the people who aren't doing much business, so they have time to focus on the negativity, you right. know, instead of, you know, the old saying it says, is the glass half empty or is it half full? It's refillable. It doesn't it depends how you look at it, you know. So <laughs> That's uh, true. You know, just how, how you look at it. I'm just, I'm rolling with it and just making sure that, all my clients have, you know, the they're most importantly they're informed right. to the to the max, so they know what they're getting into and and their responsibility uh, of taking on one of these financial loans. Hey George, you did a, a charity golf tournament recently. You want to tell us a little bit about that and what what that was for? Yes, it was uh, basically it's called v, uh, VAREP, uh, Veterans Affairs, representing um, some of these vets who are looking to get home loans. Right. Um, with the best, actually, right now the VA loans are the best loans available. Right, I agree um, with that completely. Rates are lower, and they're one hundred percent guaranteed. Zero down payment, right. low interest rates, the lowest interest right. rates, easy qualification process, um, no mortgage insurance. Uh, the veteran does not have to be a first-time home buyer. Um, the VA back loans are also they're assumable, and there's no prepayment penalty. I mean, they deserve it. You know, right. so I agree. No, we're... they held this event, and I sponsored it. Actually, we sponsored it. Malibu Funding sponsored a, a whole, whole a number seven, and nice. we got a lot of reviews about it because some of the options that we offer um, with these low interest rates, as low as three point two five percent, are called the old fashioned word. They call them the no no. Right. You know, a lot of these veterans, I want a no-no loan. I'm like, what is a no-no <laughs> loan? That means nothing down and no fees at all. Everything's covered. So, right. um, you know, I just recently locked in a, a, a conventional or a VA loan, I'm sorry, at a 3.5% fix for 30 years and right. paid all the buyers prepaid taxes and insurances and all the closing costs. Hey, you know what? If we can do anything for veterans, uh, obviously they've done enough for us. A lot of these people that come home or have served or have some real issues and, you know, uh, better housing opportunity, maybe something more affordable is certainly something we can do. And that, that was terrific. So you got a lot of good response out there at Whole 7? Good response. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking into future business to give some incentives to some of these VA buyers that are looking to idea. buy. You know, yeah. I'm willing to pay for their appraisal so they don't have to pay for it. You know, just give them little incentives just to help out, do my part. Hey, that's a great idea. Give me your phone number, George, in case they want to write it down right now. My direct number is 909-900-9565. Okay, that's One. excellent. Yeah. Okay, very good. Now, you also have a website out there, right? 
Yeah, I have a website. Besides the MalibuFunding.net, I also have one that's linked to my personal page, which is uh, gglending.com. Right, exactly. Okay, so if you want to get a hold of George, who is in the area, and obviously any veterans out there listening, somebody who wants a good, honest uh, family man who can help you in your area, give George a call or visit him on gglending.com, and you can obviously get a, a pretty good idea of uh, the type of loan that you can get. There's a lot of great products out there, but really you want to align yourself with somebody who really understands uh, what you've gone through, the service you've given to the country. Obviously, we all appreciate that, especially a day after Memorial Day. Um, hey, George, what do you think about the um, uh, interest rate hike that's supposed to come in June? you think that's real, or what, what do you think? Well, you know, it's funny you said that because I read an article today saying that in June they're supposed to bump it up by yep. a quarter to point three seven five is the rumor. Wow, point three seven five! I hadn't heard that. That's that's yeah, a bigger so jump. Yeah, they're gonna. I don't. And and usually when they do that, it it it's input into the pricing. Right. It's not the interest rate itself. So we're still going to continue to be in the mid. I mean, actually, the low fours. Yep, I think so too. Um, mid fours max. Um, so it's still lower than ever. Well, anything, look, I bought my first house, eight eight point seven five, uh, eight and three quarters was the percentage rate, and that was a good deal at the time because it had come down from 10. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it really depends on can you afford the month, monthly payment and is the house being purchased at a time that you can see that there's some, uh, obviously, equity going to be built into the property. That's what the, the lenders are looking for. They're looking for something that you can put your skin in the game and that there is potential for growth. And from what I understand, the economy's doing well. How's the economy out there? The economy is good, man. It's, like I said, i got a lot of uh, realtor partners who Great. are diligently out there. i got a lot of pre-approved buyers. And uh, just every day it feels like I'm getting a new offer accepted, you know, and – it's a blessing. <laughs> hey, that's great, George. I really appreciate you coming on the show, giving us the perspective from uh, Rancho Cucamonga and obviously in the Inland Empire area. Thanks very much. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, and that's George Gonzalez from Malibu Funding, mortgage loan officer, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number here is 888-713-2929. You can reach us online. Go to malibufunding.net, www.malibufunding.net. Facebook, if you go to Facebook, you type in home loans colon Malibu Funding. Our homepage pops up. You can get a lot of different information there, and it links right to our website, of course. Uh, we have a blog, bartonblog.com, as well as my Twitter handle, Jeff6493. All the different ways that we can get a hold of you and you can get a hold of us. Uh, the main thing we try to do is listen, listen to you to try to figure out what it is that you want and what you can afford. Main thing here is to not only keep you in the home as you know, for 30 years or however long you want to keep it, but also keep the economy healthy, keep the loans healthy uh, so that this, um, you know, mortgage market that we're in currently can keep the rates low as long as we can possibly keep them and obviously keep you um, healthy in your job and the economy rolling. That's what we're about here at Malibu Funding, informing you as to the decisions that you can make both on purchase and refinance. And again, uh, we bring great guests to the show uh, that talk about different aspects of what, 
Um, you can learn about in terms of both purchase and refinance rates. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, conditions, all other kinds of things. Uh, once again, we have with us Bill Orr from uh, Best Capital Funding. He's the senior loan officer, branch manager for uh, them, and I appreciate Bill coming on the show. Bill, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jeff. Uh, how you doing today? I'm I'm actually really good. Um, we're in a very interesting uh, part of the market. We're entering the summer season. Uh, prices have stabilized and obviously have increased in a lot of different areas. In the areas that you're dealing with, uh, first of all, you're dealing Southern California mostly, yes? Uh, mostly, but uh, over the weekend, I got a call from San Diego, so I'm doing San Diego, and I've got a refinance going up in San Francisco, so I work all over the state. Okay, so you're California-based, and obviously your company is based all over California as well. Um, what are you seeing in terms of uh, the demand for funds? Is it mostly purchase or mostly refinance? Uh, I am doing a lot of purchases, and then just uh, last week myself in my career, I noticed there's a lot of clients that I'd helped purchase homes uh, earlier, or I'm sorry, in 2015 mm-hmm. with some of the down payment assistance programs. So I'm now, those typically come with a little bit of a higher rate. It's kind of the nature of the beast with the down payment assistance. Sure. Uh, is kind of the trade-off is you don't have to have much money or any money to buy a house. That's right. That's about step by having a higher than uh, market interest rate. That I'm helping all those clients lower the rate right now uh, because of the interest rates are are the way we are. Listening to KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM K293 CF Marino Valley. Okay. Where they are. This is interesting. Now, where this is this is a bit of a squeeze on your your people. So obviously you're getting in touch with them saying, "Look, uh, you you have this type of loan. Let's refinance right. you now because what's going to happen in June?" Well, uh great question and and thanks for that. Uh you know, when you and I spoke last week, Jeff, we were going to hopefully talk about energy efficient mortgages and yep. maybe we could do that today or another time, but uh, uh, your, your call is timely today, and because just today, at uh, about three hours ago, I received an email that the uh, capital markets and you know the Fed funds rate is looking to go up by a quarter to 0.375 interest rate, and that's as of today. Unbelievable! So very timely information. 
Uh, and Fed Reserve uh, Jet, Janet Yellen uh, said that, you know, it could be coming very soon. Right. Uh, and what does that mean when the Fed raises their uh, 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 interest rate to three point? Let's say they raise it up, you know, to, uh, you know, what is it? Point three seven five. We'll, we'll get correct. it to right. uh, four and a quarter, four and a half. I, I think that's exactly right. Yes. OK. And that's for the best credit people. Right. Right. Somebody who's in the 620 to 640 range, they're going to see a little bit higher rate on what they're looking to borrow, correct? That's, that's right, Jeff. What I try to explain to my clients is that mortgages are now uh, risk-based pricing. Right. And so, uh, and you and I as loan officers, we use that term pricing a lot. Uh, yep. Consumers just hear us talk about interest rate here, interest rate there, but there's a lot more to it than just, you know, one size fits all. Everybody gets the same interest rate. Yeah. And as you said... It is based highly on credit score, and it's also uh, dependent on uh, another phrase that loan officers use is called LTV. Right. And that is called loan, L-O-A-N, it's like word is to, T-O, value. And that's a, a mortgage-speak term that mortgage professionals and real estate professionals use. A consumer would think about it as a, as a down payment, so if they're buying a house, a consumer is putting 5% down. You and I would call it 95% LTV. Right, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and, or in a refinance scenario, if a client has a 10% equity position or 20% equity position, you and I would call that a 90% loan or an 80% loan, meaning it's 90% of the value of the house. So getting back to your question, mortgages are priced, pri- priced primarily based on credit score, and loan to value or equity position that the consumer has, and the lower the the lower the loan amount as compared to the value of the house, uh, that lowers the risk. Therefore, the client's going to see that in terms of better pricing. And the same with and the same with uh, credit scores. I mean, the, the better the client's credit scores, the lower risk it represents to the lender, and uh, that will then again also reflect uh, in the consumer's ultimate uh, interest rate. So uh, there's there's that. And now we're looking at the face of a potential interest rate change. So let me ask you a question, Bill, because I think what you're talking about is so right on. And yet, in the polit- in the political world, uh, what happens in the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau or a number of other areas that are supposed to be looking out? Uh, what we hear on Capitol Hill, that's up in Washington D.C., is that mm-hmm. low-income borrowers can't get a mortgage. How are we going to help the low-income borrowers? Yet, anybody who can Uh, afford a mortgage who has uh, less than good credit is going to pay more. So on the one hand, we're trying to get people who really shouldn't be getting a loan alone, right? Right, If somebody can't afford a loan, they really shouldn't get a loan. That's kind of the trouble we got in before. Yet, on the other hand, we're saying to people, look, you're going to get punished because you can't afford a loan, so you're going to pay a higher rate. So it's a little confusing to the consumer who hears this, and I think it's so political and and should not be political when when you're doing that. That, that's you, everything you said is exactly correct. And the truth of the matter is, uh, there are loan programs available for low to medium income clients. The most uh, for people, most the most common way for people to buy a home, who you know, if you want to call them low income or they don't have a whole lot of money for down payment, right. is your standard FHA loan. The standard FHA loan is you know three point five percent. So if there's a three hundred fifty thousand dollar house, three point five percent will be $12,000. You know, I, I was actually door knocking with a realtor client of mine on Saturday, just a couple of days ago. Right. And uh, the consumer I was talking to said, oh, yeah, you're right. I know when you buy a house, you have to have a 20% down payment. And I was like, what? 
No, you yeah. don't. No, no, no. A lot so, of people still have that misconception. And the one thing I like about FHA is at least it has insurance. We're not yeah. talking about people that don't have money, but you know, if something goes bad, they just go see you and go BK. No, no, no. This is an insured loan. It's a quite a different scenario. Right. It's it's a, it's one of the safest loans right. in the country. It's guaranteed by the federal government, FHA, and and that's I think one of the real benefits, Jeff, of your show, is to get the the truth from mortgage professionals out to the consumers. It's like you do not need twenty percent down payment. Right. You only need three point five percent. And with some of the depending on the state where you are, uh, there are some down payment assistance programs where you do not need any down payment at all. Right. Uh, and, or, you know, very low down payment. So, well, there's the know, Sapphire program, there's Cal Haffa. Right. There are a number right. of them out there, both local and uh, statewide, that can help you out, right? That's, uh, you hit the two big ones, Sapphire and, and uh, Cal HFA are, are two of the big ones. They need very, very minimal down payment. Sapphire needs zero down payment. Right. Uh, and those are getting back to the interest rate thing. The It is offset, no down payment or low down payment. It is offset by a... Uh, a slightly higher interest rate, but it, again, as I'm doing to my clients, I can go back and get them out of those higher rate loans into a regular market loan uh, right now. And for a consumer to, to to drive down the street or go on the internet and say, "How much money will I need?" Uh, all you have to do is take the purchase price and get your calculator out, get your cell phone out, and just multiply the purchase price times point zero three five, and that's your down payment. Right. Exactly right. Hey, Bill, give people your telephone number in case they want to get a hold of you. you you're giving some great information here today. Thank you. Yes, it's uh, Bill, and my last name is Orr, O-R-R, area code 818-406-4744. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Again, another quick 10 minutes. God, we could kind of go right. on forever, but I, again, I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Thanks so much, Jeff. Okay, and thank you very much. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number here is 888-713-2929. And you are listening to Malibu Funding, the voice in the mortgage industry, as I said. Um, We always bring to the show a lot of different people from parts of the industry which uh, might not necessarily be incredibly uh, effective uh, for you to listen to about your mortgage. But if you're talking about credit, credit score, what happens when you drop that plastic on something? How do you get into using uh, credit in your business? Things like that, uh, this next guest is going to be uh, the person you want to listen to, uh, Bob Peisner, uh, working for Worldwide Merchant Services. We've had him on the show before when we were talking about the credit card machines and the new chips that were involved. Uh, Bob, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Thanks for having me on. No, thank you very much for coming on once again. I know that we were talking the last time about the machines, and i got to tell you, 50% of the people who have the machines don't use them. Well, how come? Well, there's there's a number of reasons. The the machines are, are two sided. Obviously, they are capable of accepting the chip, right? But in order to do that, most of the customers don't have chip cards. It's about fifty percent by now. Okay. So uh, the banks are not just going out and issuing a bunch of new chip cards. 
They're just waiting until your date of expiration and replacing it with a chip card because it would cost billions to just en masse go out and replace all the cards that are there. I see. Of course, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm enraged all the time. I go into the local supermarket, and they're not using it. I said, you know, what? Well, what's the point of the card, then, if you're not using it? And they said, well, we're just, it's probably because most of their customers don't have the chip. A lot of them don't. And the other, the other reason is we are, we are way behind Europe in technology, insofar as that goes, because the chip transactions, even though it seems like it's not a long time, take about 30 seconds. Right. Compared to about two seconds for a swipe transaction. I see. So when you're talking about a food service line or a food market, or you're talking about a huge backup of people waiting and they get very disturbed. Yeah, the inconvenience of waiting to pay for something does irritate people, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and it, more than that, it, it hurts the, the merchant in the fact that they're, they're, people are walking away because they just don't want to wait in line anymore. Yep. Yep, because I agree. You, have to, you, you need to leave the chip card in the machine and then reaffirm and then wait. It takes literally about 10 times longer to do a chip-based transaction than a swipe-based transaction. Now, you, mes- you mentioned Europe. Is it like that in Europe? I haven't traveled there in about a year, year and a half, so I'm, I'm a little bit behind the, the eight ball here on the information. How do they do it there? It just seems like the transactions went out of there were much quicker. They are. The backbone is just much better. It's been built up. They've been using chip cards for years. Right. Uh, and we, we're just basically starting. We're way behind Europe. Okay. In terms of that and in terms of how people you know, who use the chip cards are, are using them, wh- where do you think it's headed in the U.S.? And do you, do you think we're always going to be behind the eight ball, or is there a reason for that, that they just built into the model loss and they just don't care? No, no. It, it, it will eventually catch up. The... the uh, the backbone will be will be speeded uh, up. The transaction will go through more quickly as as we progress. But we're still, as I say, in the infancy in, in on this side, and uh, it will be, uh, I think, two or three years before a all the cards are replaced and b the systems are up and running faster and uh, doing more. And that still, of course, won't affect a lot of the online transactions that are going through on the internet. Okay, uh, let's, let's let's shift gears a little bit and talk about some of the things that are right in your wheelhouse. Um, obviously, with the, the chip itself trying to um, minimize risk and loss, uh, that probably is going to open up some avenues for more high-risk businesses to get merchant accounts, right? Well, yeah, it, it does. Uh, it's not only that that opens it up, but there are uh, we specialize in, in high-risk, uh, merchant accounts for merchants that are either online or uh, like online drugstores. It's stuff that, that the major banks don't like to deal with. Right. Uh, whether it's uh, even even uh, for your cannabis shops, for example. Swipe I see. And or on, well, that's, on right. That's interesting. In terms of the businesses themselves that wouldn't traditionally go to a regular bank, like a cannabis shop, um, first of all, the transactions themselves, because it's against the law to sell cannabis, unless it's, of course, medical marijuana, but how do the transfer of funds get affected with RICO? How, how is that all that happening? Well, the, the, the problem problem becomes in the 14 states where it is legal, uh-huh. it's very difficult. It's not impossible. 
Uh, it's much harder in California, for example, than in the state of Washington or uh, other places or Colorado. You can get a bank account. The right. problem is, since it's legal in the state, but illegal federally, uh, most of the banks don't just don't want to deal with it. But there are some banks and credit unions that are issuing uh, regular bank accounts to the cannabis shops and the growers. So in those instances, we can supply them with the ability to take credit cards. We also can supply them with, with a bank account. There is a huge amount of uh, investigation that needs to be done. Sure. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill needs to be filled out, but it can be done. Even in California, we can supply the industry with the ability to take credit and or debit transaction. So in, in the industry, like a high-risk industry, like let's say the cannabis industry, which as you said is in 14 states, and a number of the states have them on measures for the fall election, California being one of them, I believe. Is that right? right. Yeah, exactly. Correct. So in in terms of that, who underwrites or who ensures the... the um, the potential loss, I mean... It... Any, any. well, first of all, the potential loss in those transactions is virtually non-existent. Okay. Uh, it's very, very, would be very unlikely for those transactions to go bad. Right. Uh, number one, they're, they're swiped, and the people are not going to complain about it, and uh, they're, they're just not going to charge those transactions back. Okay, the, right. The uh, transactions themselves are still insured, by the federal system, by the FDIC, anything going through that system uh, is insured by FDIC. So there's no risk okay. for the merchants. That uh, was my question. Yeah, how does it be illegal on one aspect of the federal government yet the FDIC will insure them? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's because they are using federally insured banks. I see, and and so this is. Uh, if let's say it was a state chartered bank, and, and there are a number of them here in California, as there are probably in Washington and some of the other states that have legal marijuana or other businesses, um, how, how are they dealing with the state chartered banks? Um, how is... uh, most of them are dealing with the larger banks. It's the larger banks that are willing to take the risk of of not being shut down. The risk is not on the transactional side. It's the risk that the government you know, may one day right might decide to walk in and shut them down. I see. Hey, this is incredibly interesting, and I know that there are people who are listening in our radio listening audience who would love to get your phone number and maybe give you a call. Uh, could you hand it out for us? Sure. It's 800-847-2662. That's Bob Pison. And that actually right? is 800-VISA-NMC, Visa Mastercard. Okay, Bob Peisner from Worldwide Merchant Services, and we're talking about, at this point in our conversation, some uh, high-risk uh, merchant services, and he had brought up just one of them, which was the cannabis business, and obviously wending your way through all the nightmare, which can be, uh, sounds like you, you've, you've got some experience in it, and obviously you've got uh, um, uh, the wherewithal to be able to help anybody with high-risk type businesses. You got an, any other 
um, sort of interesting business that would be considered high risk? Uh, to- well, there are, there are there are a number of ones that are considered high risk by the, the main processing banks, which, are, as I said, online uh, drugstores and/or uh, simulated, you know, non-drugs. Right. Uh, but uh, and also very large internet retailers. Right. Uh, any of those types of, of accounts, adult processing. Uh, right, of course. Yeah, any, anything that uh, a normal bank wouldn't want to get their hands on. Obviously, you're the you're the company that steps in. Bob, I really appreciate you coming on the show and explaining some of this to our audience. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you again. Okay, very Bye. well. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number is 888-713-2929. The email address is info at malibufunding.net. That will get to me if you have questions about your mortgage. If you have questions about you want to buy that investment property, maybe you want to sell something in order to put some money in your pocket, take a vacation, or maybe you're looking to do all sorts of things. Maybe you have some medical problems. There's all kinds of things, college that you want to pay for for your grandkids, your kids, or even yourself. I know I am back in college at Santa Monica College in Santa Monica, California. Very happy to be there. I've been going to college for 43 years, and one day, as they say, it will happen for me. So if you're one of the many people out there who need money, who want to buy something, either a primary residence or maybe a secondary residence over in Lake Havasu or maybe up in uh, Reno or Tahoe, it's a great time to do that. Interest rates are incredibly low so give us a call also if you want to reach us on facebook go to facebook type in home loans colon malibu funding and we come right up uh, our twitter account is jeff 6493 and you can see my daily musings on barton blog in terms of what i'm thinking about in that particular moment what i like about the blogosphere is that a lot of it is benign uh, a lot of people leave you alone they just sort of watch what you do and you know, get a feel for who you are and what you are and what you're talking about. Um, And that's what we try to do to inform people that, hey, we're human beings too. we got a lot of issues just like you do in the real world. Uh, We're dealing with kids. We're dealing with homes. We're dealing with older folks in the family who we have to take care of. I just arrived back from New York where my brother has had some cancer surgery. So if you're out there and you're experiencing those kind of things, understand that we here at Malibu Funding, the most important thing we try to do is listen listen to what you have to say, listen to who you are, so that we can put you in something that's not going to make a hardship for you in terms of the payments and also the rates are going to be such that, hey, you know what? You'll be able to afford it today. You'll be able to afford it tomorrow. The 33-year fixed loan is right now at uh, about 3.75, although, as you've heard on the show, if you've been listening for the hour, uh, we are going to get a rate hike in June, and we're just really thinking about what the rate hike is going to be. Is it going to be a quarter point, or is it going to be 0.375? Um, we are in a cycle right now of rising rates, and there's a great deal of sentiment in rising those rates because the economy demands it. And if, in fact, several months, several years down the line, we need a place to go uh, in order to stimulate the economy because we, what we have is a mini recession or uh, we need a economic infusion into the marketplace, lowering rates has always been the uh, first 
bullet in the gun, so to speak, for uh, either the Fed or policymakers. So if we're at the lowest rates ever, where are you going to go with that? So we're looking at probably, I would say, if they're talking 0.375, we'll probably get a quarter. And I think that this will be one of two more. Uh, So by the end of the year, we're going to have easily 4.5 to 4.75, maybe even 5% rates, which are still historically unbelievable. I have a 15-year mortgage myself at 5.125%. I got it uh, 14 and a half years ago, and I am six months from paying off my house. So there is no chance I'm refining that thing and restarting the clock for another 15 or 30 years. I'm very happy about it. I'm a 60-plus-year-old guy, and um, retirement is down the road closer for me than from other people. So when you're thinking about refinancing, when you're thinking about purchasing, trying to build some equity for either passing on to your kids or just to be able to have something saved up for a rainy day, these are the things that we know about because I've been through it. And a lot of the people uh, at Malibu Funding, we have 40 loan officers plus, and we're in six, soon to be eight different states. They have children. They have, um, you know, the same problems Uh, that you all have in putting your kids through school and raising and marriages and all the things that that come with making us human beings here in Southern California, one of the greatest places to live uh, in the country, not only because of the weather, but because we have such a great, diverse group of people. And, and, um, you know, uh, I think that is it bodes well for the future of what we have here, as long as we can keep um, uh, some of the taxes low enough so that you can afford stuff and keep jobs here. And that's one of the things I hope we can deal with in the next four years. Whoever the guy or gal is that gets into the White House, um, that would really be a good thing for us because jobs in Southern California, the innovative people that work and live here, and the influx of new talent from around the world that now live here uh, makes us one of the most unique places in that culturally and both uh uh, the, the number of different uh, communities that live in Southern California, as well as, you know, just the brain trust that's here. Uh, with that many different kinds of people, uh, the ideas that come across are amazing. And so we've got to hire, or hire, listen to me, yeah, we've got to hire some leadership that is actually uh, uh, forward-thinking and some people that can uh, look at what we have as a positive rather than a negative. So I want to just get to news to use. There's a number of different things other than the rate hike that's coming down. I wanted to read you from the Market Minute uh, from the U.S. Trust, and this is a Bank of America private wealth management letter that comes out to me once a month. Some of the things that they talk about, what's happening globally here in the U.S., what they call the macro strategy, I'm just going to list four bullet points. And uh, you think about them as I'm uh, reading them off, and then we'll talk a little bit about one or two of them. Uh, uh, first up on the macro strategy, as they uh, entitle it, is the gross domestic product is showing another sharp spring rebound, rebound from a below-trend winter quarter. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, every winter, you know, it's doomsday, and every spring and summer when all the kids get hired and they're out of school, uh, the, the economy picks up in jobs, and everybody thinks, oh, my gosh, this is unbelievable. But it happens every year. So remember, these broad macro strategies are something that are not this quarter. They're supposed to be, you know, uh, over at least a year in advance. Uh, number two, the composite index of leading indicators posts its biggest gain, and the Chicago Fed National Activity Index rose above the trend growth in April. What that really means is that it um, looks as if business is picking up. It uh, looks as if the major corporations are hiring, and uh, that should not abate. 
Uh, number three is the consumer price in inflation rose more than the consensus forecast. Now, you may say inflation, ooh, that's bad. Well, actually, inflation is built into the pricing models. Uh, if, you want an, if you want a raise at your office and they give you that raise, guess what that's called? That's called inflation. So inflation, to a certain extent, is a good thing. If everybody in America got a 3 to 5% raise, probably means that everybody in America is going to spend 3 to 5% more money. And that always stimulates everybody's pocketbook, so that's probably a good thing. And, of course, as the next bullet point reads, core inflation is running just over 2% in the past year, which we've always projected and built into all the pricing models for most union-based jobs and certainly government-based employees is a 3% model. So uh, if you're in the government and you're expecting a um, uh, 3% raise because that's what you've been told is annually what happens, you've only been getting a 2% cost of living adjustment, either that or your Social Security or a number of other checks that you get in the mail. Oops, I just knocked something over. And um, so uh, that's that's a good thing that uh, inflation is happening, especially in income wages. Uh, Let's see. We talked about the Fed raising the rates. Uh, we, Goldman Sachs is out there. They think 35% in June and 35% chance in July that both uh, times the rates will raise. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there, there's a Fed, uh, one of the Fed governors, Bullard, he talks about how if we have rates too low for too long, it can be risky. And that's what I was talking about before. The risk is that if the the something happens, you know, some something happens overseas uh, we we get ourselves in, involved in something terrible another war or a disaster happens a hurricane uh, what do we do to stimulate the local economies in those areas or the national economy? Well, as I said, usually it has been lowering interest rates. And when you lower interest rates, people want to refinance out of that 5 6 7% mortgage and you get into a you know, 3 4 5% mortgage. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about if we're, we're going to be into trouble uh, if we don't do something um, now about raising rates when it looks as if the economy can afford it. Uh, foreclosures hit an ironic milestone, and this is again by Jan Swanson. Thank you, Jan. Uh, the interesting thing about foreclosures uh, last month was that there was no reporting of foreclosures in the last month. Now, why is that significant? Of course, there were foreclosures, but since the 2007 um, uh, disaster, what we've had is a monthly report of foreclosures by um, data tracks who tracks these things nationally uh, but for the first time since 2007 we had no reporting meaning meaning that what was to be reported was really newsworthily uh, insignificant and that's very important because we're much more into a normal set of circumstances in the foreclosure world uh, the mortgage rates hold steady uh, but we're looking again at a increase in June I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Thanks for listening to the show, and we'll see you next time. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net.
You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. By the numbers, I'm Jeff Nathanson. Let's check the scoreboard. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.